Welcome to episode 377 of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where I intend to play music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Evening all, my name, as if you didn't know, is Armitage and I overlooked, alright I forgot, to play a shed load of bands on last week's show, namely Mother's Children, Peckham Cowboys, The Cry and Wonk Unit. But before all that, it's the Wild Hearts with the Jackson Whites. Hope you've all signed up to Ginger's Associated Secret Society, aka GAS. I chose the 30 quid option as that suited my needs. If you haven't, one of the demos that members are able to download is the track you just heard. But the tuning, I believe, is standard, whereas the one on the Hootspar, the band tuned down. Now, as you all know, last week's show was the first 
all Studio FF for a very long time. Normally, I get all the songs I'm going to play together in one place a day or so before the due date. Except the day I was going to do this, I was evacuated from my day job as a nearby building had gone up in flames, causing a 200-metre exclusion zone and the closure of the Blackwall Tunnel in both directions. So I spent three hours in a church hall being fed tea and biscuits, getting nothing done. Consequently, in my haste, bands that were in the four only a few hours earlier suddenly were dismissed from my mind which is a bit embarrassing if you've been sent promos to play on said show then don't the good people over at mother's children sent me their new album lemon which was released on the 21st of march by taken by surprise records nearly four years since their debut that's who admittedly there had been three singles in the interim to keep you and me on our toes but nothing beats 12 inches especially if it's on yellow vinyl but is it any good well of course it is if you like your power pop full of riffs hooks melodies and harmonies sorry it was a week late but I think you agree it was well worth the wait. But that was Helen Mustard. No, a close second was not fair. Another triumph for Canadian power pop. Travelling south of the border into Washington State, then into Oregon, doing a handbrake turn in Portland, we come across The Cry, who I've featured on more than one occasion. Last being on the first show of this year, episode 353, and Toys in the Attic was said song. So, you should know the band are influenced by the Beach Boys, the Ramones and the Sweet. The Cry's latest album, Dangerous Game, from which Toys was lifted, is, once again, like the self-titled debut, will have you tapping your foot and nodding your head back and forth. But don't take my word for it. Here is the title track. Yeah, I'm so in the office, I ain't going too far 
Just when you think the Peckham Cowboys could never surprise you, they do. No, they haven't gone all teetotal. But don't damn the hypnotist from their 10 Tales from the Gym Palace isn't what I was expecting. Cowboys track I played was Bromley Girl, as that is my hometown. Well, London Borough off. If you turn northwest out of Bromley and head along the A21 through Catford, you end up in Lewisham. Lewisham, a place that once sported a decent venue in the form of the Lewisham Odeon. The Exeter Ray once saw Black Sabbath with Van Halen in support and even The Who. Nowadays, if you mention Lewisham, you think of the 2011 riots and the failed attempt to close the A&E department. So hardly a hotbed of lyrical inspiration. Well, it is if you're wonk unit. The band entered my peripheral vision due to Facebook posts from guitarist Keith Gibbs, a.k.a. Keith Identity or Keith Hudson, depending. Turns out he's also Keith Wonk and plays on the band's brand spanking new record, Nervous Racehorse, on which one of the tracks featured is called Lewisham. And it's brilliant in the manner of the Goo Goo Dolls, pre a boy named Goo, obviously, and Green Day. Face dirty, Ross. Too late, mate. I'm sorry. 
get out much so on the rare occasion a band tickles my fancy and i'll decide to venture out a cancellation will often leave me with nothing to do and the feeling of despair so when my birthday gig of the godfathers and the witch doctors was postponed due to del barton being taken ill i was gutted not to worry as it was a rearranged for six months later the gig not my birthday you understand so come the almost allotted day i woke up to find that the gig on the 3rd of may has been cancelled due to dell and drummer dave twig quitting the godfathers now i don't know all the ins and outs but it is poor show on their part after the gig commitments fair enough but a day or two beforehand not the done thing anyway this is pete coin chris dollimore mark rangham and ratscabies when they were the germans with we don't want your love and i have a vague recollection that they played outside when i saw them at the notting hill arts club on the 27th of august 2003 three i think so um, that track eventually appeared on the godfather's jukebox fury album um, about 10 years later i shall check their purloined set list
seems to be missing in action are Freefall, a great debut album and a low-key support slot to the dats that Dingwalls promised so much not to mention the title track of the aforementioned Power and Volume was nominated for Song of the Year in last year's Classic Rock Awards since December though, nothing I hope this means Messrs Martin, Barrett, Franson and Dahlberg are locked away recording the follow-up and not avoiding each other like the plague
An album that I've been waiting for, which seems like years, although it's probably just a year singular, is the follow-up to the Curses' debut album, Suck It In, Spit It Out. As you know, I've been drip-fed choice cuts from the aforementioned new album, which I've passed on to you, dear listener, as and when. Well, it looks like the waiting is almost over. With YouTube footage of world domination data... Data is the Swedish from computer, although I could be wrong. So if you're after some Stooges Who, MC5 and Motorhead-style Swedish garish rock, listen very carefully. been hinted that the curse might just play a London date in October which would be king great just so long as it doesn't clash with Birdie Tormey on the 22nd the 29th and crucified Barbara on the 12th you know it's going to the unsurprising but fantastic news of last week was that Backyard Babies are regrouping to make new music in the summer I say it was unsurprising given that Dragon cited the group's reformation as one of the factors in him bowing out of the Michael Monroe band Looks like his final swan song with the Michael Monroe Band will be in Russia at the end of the month as it's Steve's turn to be temporarily unavailable. Dragon and Rich Jones together, I hope it's filmed.
On one of our many outings, the Squirrel regaled a story of back in the day, she used to have a tape of a band that friend of the show and Squirrel associate Arkwright absolutely hated. The Squirrel, being a Squirrel, took great pleasure in bringing a tape of it out to play in his car at every opportunity. So a cunning plan was hatched that I should try and locate a CD version to play him the next time we were out and about to gauge his reaction. Thanks to the interweb, this wasn't hard and come the appointed time the CD was played and we sat back. It didn't take long for the abuse to filter from the back seat to the front. To be honest, the band in question had passed me by at the time, falling well under my radar. They only produced an EP and an album in the two years the original lineup were together, which split around 1990. No more part to grunge. The band soldiered on until 1995 with an album of unreleased recordings surfacing at the end of the millennium with the original lineup reuniting in 2003 for a Japanese tour. Who the hell am I talking about? Cats in Boots, that's who. This is Heaven on a Heartbeat from Kicked and Clawed with K's. <coughs> Yeah. 
very much a band of the time. Now, I was due to go out last night to the 100 Club to see the Bermondsey Joyriders, who were supported by the Phobics and the Witch Doctors, a pucker line-up off the princely sum of eight quid. But I woke up yesterday morning, that was the night of my future listeners, after a restless night with a seriously dodgy shoulder, dodgy knee, a cough, and my nose seemed to have sprung a water feature. So that was actually out the window. I did, on the other paw, manage to catch... Doom Riders at the Underworld on Monday. We only went because Beast Milk were supporting. I still don't know what to make of Beast Milk. They certainly have something going on for them, as the rabid fans down the front would surely testify too. Their vocalist, whose name I'm not even going to pronounce to save both of us the embarrassment, looks and sounds like David Gann, who has just discovered classic misfits. Alright, these days you're going to have to mind your thoughts, but fear your mind. were completely unknown to me but a quick squiz over the interweb told me that they had been around since about 2005 and released three albums the newest of which grand blood hit the virtual shells last october the squirrel and friend of the show and squirrel associate arkwright once the band hit the stage regrouped to the safety of the bar i enjoyed them not sure if I'd see them too often, with the vocals being sometimes on the more shouty side. Almost seemed to cry out for a Dave Grohl style of vocalist. But what do I know? And that is a rhetorical question. Until next week, take it easy. All right! All right!
fucking unbelievable. Thank you guys so much. We're just four shitheads that like playing music together. We're in fucking London right now. You guys all came to see us. This is amazing. Two weeks ago, we were all changing diapers. For everyone who enjoys working up a healthy appetite, this is the wholemeal loaf from the Windmill Bakery. It's baked from 100% wholemeal flour, and it has a delicious natural taste. The wholemeal loaf from the Windmill Bakery. It's as natural as a healthy appetite. If you're a married man, what if you die young? It could happen. And then, who'd pay the bills? Would your wife have to go back to work? Who'd collect the kids from school? Norwich Union have an insurance policy that protects your family, paying out month after month, tax-free. And it doesn't cost a lot. Family protection comes in all shapes and sizes. The Norwich way.